Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andros, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. Today, we are going to talk about a message that Mother Earth shared with me, one that actually surprised me. And I've been waiting for the right time to share it with you. And um, this week, Mother Earth was very clear that it is time to share this message. So hold on, we're diving in deep today. We are going to be talking um, about Mother Earth. We are going to be talking about channeling her wisdom and allowing that to flow through. And um, please know that as we dive in, uh, what I'm going to share uh, kind of surprised me. In fact, it really it shocked me. And um, as I settled into what she shared, it really created a deep sense of peace and empowerment in my life and in my work and and on my sacred path. And it's my hope that as you tune in and listen today, it will do the same for you. Okay, so let's take a little trip back in time to the beginning of 2018. Um, At the beginning of 2018, I was, you know, setting my goals just as we all do, you know, looking out into the year and thinking about what um, what my intentions were, what were my goals, what would I desire to see unfold in the year. And one of the things that really jumped out to me was that um, since I was a little girl, I've had this desire to visit all of the 50 states. It's just, it's been on my list. It's something I want to do. And I am nearing the end of that, or I had been at that point, been nearing the end of it. I had four states left. And I looked at that list and it was Louisiana, Delaware, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. Those four states. Well, Louisiana is in a completely different location from the rest of the states. So I knew that this would require two trips. And Chris and I decided that we would take we'd take a little road trip down to Louisiana during his spring break. So as we're looking around, we were trying to find a place that would be warm, that could be on the beach. We were both really craving beach, wanting a little downtime, quiet time, not really to do much else. Um, So I guess in some ways we were kind of looking for the place that was out in the middle of nowhere, yet on a beach, and not really a whole lot of stuff going on because we just wanted to relax. And we typically, when we travel, we like to be really active. We do a lot of hiking. We go and um, we get involved in whatever's you know happening where we're traveling. And for whatever reason, on this trip, we just felt like we needed some quiet time. We needed downtime. We needed to reconnect with ourselves and just be in in stillness, not um, not be real social. Just yeah, a different type of, we needed a different type of trip. So we planned this trip out. We looked for a state park. We tend to prefer to look for state parks wherever we're traveling. They just are a good fit for us. And we found one um, down in the Gulf of Mexico on a little island called Grand Isle. It was Grand Isle State Park. Now, Chris and I were super excited about this. Um, 
And at the same time, we kind of questioned what it would be like down there, because as we looked at maps and stuff like that and read about it, we could tell that there was um, like a beautiful preserve, a nature preserve for birds and stuff like that. But at the same time, it looked like it was in oil country, like oil rig country. And we weren't really sure what that would really be be like um, when we got down there. <laughs> and the other thing was that reviews were kind of mixed. It was, some were really great and some um, were, were not quite as great. Some complained about noise. Uh, some complained about how the island had been affected by Hurricane Katrina and the BP oil spill and some of the residual effects of that and how um, it was how the, the place was, you know, taking its time in re, um, coming back, you know, and like really being, you know, cleaned up and taken care of and, you know, ready for people to come and camp. And those reviews were really mixed. All It was like kind of across the board. So we checked in um, with a local friend of mine and um, down, uh, someone down there in that area. And she was like, yeah, no one really ever goes down there. And and I was like, oh, I'm not really sure what that means, right? And then um, someone else here in Wisconsin said, oh my goodness, that is one of my favorite state parks ever. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And then she did also say, well, they were a bit shaken after Katrina and the oil spill. And you don't really know what you're going to find when you get there. And I was like, okay interesting so well we'll find out and if we decide it's not a fit we can leave we're mobile we've got a camper we can go and if we love it we will stay so we get there and it was exactly what we needed it was um, quiet there weren't many people there uh, it was the weather was great despite uh, the warnings of some big storms um, beautiful great temperatures and really not much else going on there. But we could tell that it had been affected by both the hurricane and the oil spill. And so for me, I, you know, my one of the places that my mind goes and my heart goes when I'm in such places is how can I be of service? If I've been called here, how can I be of service to the land here? How can I support it in... Um, in its evolution and in what's coming next for it. So one afternoon while Chris was out for a walk, I was hanging back at the camper with Ace and um, our little dog, and I decided to open up my medicine bundle. Now my medicine bundle is all of my stones that I work with shamanically, and it contains stones that connect me with different points of um, power and medicine um, throughout the, the world. And the stones and crystals in there are really activated for, um, for deep healing. I also had in there two new crystals. Just before I left, I had received two amphibole quartzes, quartz points, quartz, <laughs> quartz points. They were beautiful and I was so excited to start working with them, but they were new to me. And I felt like I didn't really know much about them or um, what their their medicine was or what our working relationship was going to be yet. So I thought, well, I'll start working with them. I'll start connecting with them and see what they have to say. So I picked up the first one and I was holding it in my hand and I was just, you know, kind of meditating and, you know, asking it questions. And then something happened, something that completely surprised me. 
I heard the voice of Mother Earth. Now, if you remember, uh, we talked in last week's episode about um, connect with me, Mother Earth, the connect with Mother Earth, listen to me, hear me, feel me, be with me, all of that like connection to Mother Earth. But this was different. It came through the crystal. There's a voice. It came through the crystal. And and I, I, I recognized it immediately. In some ways, I felt like I had picked up the phone and Mother Earth was on the other side. Not kidding. It was that clear. And so imagine for yourself for a moment, what would you do if Mother Earth just was on the other side of the phone? What would you ask her? What things would come forward? Well, the things that popped into my mind were, how can I help you? And there was silence. And I was like, okay. And then she said, Lori, I'm okay. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not okay. You know, this this beautiful spot here has been so um, decimated by by storm, by by the spill, which was human, which was you know created by us as humans. And and I look out into the water and I see all of these oil rigs. My goodness, I can see about 17 oil rigs just looking out. What how can I help you? And she said she said again, Lori, I'm okay. And I was like, what? No, 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 no. And she said, yes, yes, I am okay. I can take care of myself. You're looking at devastation. You're through your eyes. You're seeing what happened here as devastation. But it wasn't. I don't see it that way. And I was like, huh? And I kind of just, it was like almost that one of those moments where I was like, wait, what? What? What did I just hear? And then she said, she continued on to say, Lori, I was cleansing myself. And I'm like, but what about all the animals? What about all of, you know, the plant life? What about some of the the like really rare species that have been living here? And, you know, what what about them? What about them? And and she said, Lori, they they understand. They understand that this is part of the evolution of this planet. And that it doesn't mean it doesn't stay the same always. It's ever changing. And they understand they're part of that process. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on here. Whoa. <laughs> because in from my perspective, I, I feel like I need to, to do things differently. Um, I need to live differently. And she's like, yes, yes, you do. And you don't need to fix me. I can fix myself. I can take care of myself. I can heal myself. So I'm sure you can imagine that my mind had a lot of questions rolling through it and a lot of wondering. And she really gently and beautifully put me at ease as she shared with me that our role as humans right now is to heal ourselves. And that as we heal ourselves, she is also able to come back into harmony she is also able to be more balanced. It's it's not that we need to put our effort into healing her. It's that we need to heal ourselves. 
And I was like, whoa, 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 wow. You know, there was this part of me that had always consciously known this, like mentally, or maybe not consciously, there was a mental knowing that um, what we see as uh, not working on Mother Earth, you know, like where there's trauma and things are uh, in destruction and stuff happening, that there's a bit of a mirror for us, right? So like I'd always consciously known that, but something about this conversation, uh, something within it was making it land a little bit differently and I was feeling it deeper within. And so Mother Earth started to connect me with the crystals and connect me with my awareness, um, my relationship to the crystals and and how she was you know, using that as a pathway to communicate with me, right? So she was literally using the crystal I was holding in my hand as a portal to connect, to communicate, to have conversation, to interact. And so she brought my awareness to just that, to the crystals, to her very bones and how they literally light up throughout the world. And that we have this opportunity to work with them, to do our own healing and to also in turn activate and he like bring this whole new awareness, this whole new level of consciousness to the world. And basically what she was bringing this awareness around next was um, that what we can do as humanity, what we what our role is, is to really do one, do our personal healing, our personal journey and and self-work. And then two, to light the way for others. However that is, whatever our unique gifts are, to just really rise into them, to rise into our soul's wisdom and share it with the world in the ways that we can uniquely share it. The unique gifts that we have to offer, to really offer them to the world. And this to me was just like probably one of the biggest ahas um, because it came in such a deep way. It was so, uh, it, it was through such an experience rather than, you know, hearing it or thinking about it. It, it came just through in an, an entire physical way. And so what happened for me after that was that staying on this island, I actually could witness the, the beauty that was being birthed on that island as a result of the destruction it had experienced. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> such a big piece. You know, I think um, for me, it was such an invitation to just step back and really look at all of the places within my own life. And, you know, I invite you to do the same right now within your own, um, to just step back at the places where there has been perhaps a bit of upheaval or unravel or the status quo of your life has been turned upside down in one way or another, whether it's a dramatic change in job or work or relationships um, with family and loved ones, whether it is um, the need to move or feeling called into a new level of work, but but not maybe, but finding yourself in like a struggle with uh, how to make that happen, how to bring that out in your in your world. When we come face to face with those places where there is a complete destruction and unravel 
within our lives. Maybe it's an illness or a car accident or some other sort of traumatic event, the loss of a loved one. Um, Those can be points where we are being called to rise into an entirely new level of soul wisdom. And we're being called into a deep, deep journey of healing. The greatest gift that we can truly give Mother Earth and that we can give to humanity is to actually take that healing journey. It is to go full on into the emotions that we are feeling to really be deeply, deeply present with them, to process them and to allow ourselves to move forward. Now, everyone has their own cycle, their own time, you know, their own rhythm, and we cannot put any sort of expectation as to what that looks like, what the, our own healing and moving forward process is, um, because that's, a, that's an incredible disservice to what that really, what, what the journey wants to be about and what the journey truly is about. Um, many times it will feel like we are grieving something and we may not know exactly what we're grieving we may have so much emotion that we experience and we may not know where that really belongs but the thing is that we need to process those emotions we need to give ourselves permission to go deep within and to really uncover what are the unique gifts that we're here to share with the world and what is the journey that's wanting to open in front of me So one of the other pieces that um, Mother Earth really shared, you know, and I kind of touched on this a little bit already, but uh, the piece about the crystals and stones and, you know, how they really um, have a potential to, how we have a potential to work with them, how we, um, how they can be allies in this, this piece of healing and the crystals and stones, you know, they literally are the bones of Mother Earth, right? And they are available to us to really begin to um, to support our own healing and to support uh, this this illumination of humanity and the shift in consciousness and evolution that is unfolding that we are deeply in the midst of and um, and the ways we do that are to begin to connect with them, begin to get to know them and and really create relationship with our crystals and stones. And I know it, it can sound a little funny or perhaps even a little woo-woo to say create relationship with crystals and stones, but, but ultimately um, that's such a big part of my work and what I feel like I'm here to do in, in, to support uh, our own awakening through working with crystals and stones, our own ability to rise into our soul wisdom. So with that, um, what I'd like to invite you to do is to join me next week. I am declaring it a crystal wisdom week. Yes, this is my own declaration. (laughs) Um, And we're going to have fun playing with the crystals and stones, really cultivating relationship with them. So I'd like to invite you to join me over in my Facebook group. This is the Crystal Immersion Facebook group. I'll share a link in the show notes. Um, And in this group, it's going to ask you when you come over there and you want to join, it's going to ask you three questions. One, how did you find out about this group? Two, what do you know about crystals? And three, what do you want to know? And those questions, I know they're really simple. 
answer them, answer them from your heart. It lights me up when I get the opportunity to read them um, and to read what people are sharing and, and what they're curious about, what they'd like to know. Uh, I also, um, you don't answer the questions I don't let people in the group unless they answer. So it's just just a, a boundary within the group. Um, and we we have a really beautiful active community who are super engaged and connected. And I would love for you to be a part of that magical group. But answer the questions. <laughs> All right. So with that, um, I want to also remind you that enrollment for Crystal Shaman School is open. We begin on November 2nd. It's Friday, November 2nd. And if you are at all feeling like perhaps uh, that is a piece of your sacred path, your sacred work, I would love to invite you to join us for that. And you can um, enroll over at crystalshamanschool.com. All right, my sacred friends, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly.